0: All right, well, greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the Rec Poker Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by Running Aces, Casino, Racetrack, and Hotel, and Website AMP. In this chats edition of the podcast, we're going to hang out again with Lexi Gavin. You guys know her. She's a professional poker player, she's a poker coach, she's a speaker, all kinds of really stu- good stuff going on there. Uh, but let's first introduce the panel. My name is Steve Fredland. I go by Wreck Poker Steve and our Poker Stars home games. And I was thinking today about poker and my business coaching. And one of the great quotes that I just love is that vision without action is merely a dream. Action without vision just passes the time. Vision with action can change the world. So let's Ooh. go change the world.
1: I love that.
2: That's great. Uh, And I'm Chris Jones. I'm by 5 on PokerStars and Twitter, and I don't have anything super clever to say today, but I got to tell you, I've been looking a lot at this next coming uh, uh, seminar we're doing on a board texture, and I'm really excited about it. It's going to be a really good
3: conversation. (laughs) I'm Jim Reed, Bluffsterini in the home games at Holdem underscore Steelers on Twitter. I'm also looking forward to that, but I got a quick word from Truman Capote here. Failure is the condiment that gives success its flavor. And it's not true just for Steelers fans.
4: (laughs) Go Browns. And I am John Somsky, Poker Geek MN Everywhere. And I have a quote from James Altucker. Poker is a game of skill pretending to be a game of chance.
5: Hmm. And I'm Rob Washam, and I'm Man 50 Everywhere. And I just want everybody to know that the Orleans Poker Room is nuts right now. It is totally packed and they're getting over hundred and our daily tournaments
0: every freaking day. <laughs> wow. so, so Rob's out in Vegas hanging out with all the people out there. Be safe, Rob. Have fun. Run good. Uh, we got Andrews on the panel as well, but he's having mic issues, so hopefully he can pop on later. But if you're watching the video, that's who's up in the upper right-hand corner there uh, hanging out with us as well. But a couple of real quick things. We're going to touch on these later in the show after Lexi, but just always reminding you, save the day, January 27th, it's our Wreckies. The Wreckies are here. It's our award show. It's going to be so much fun, you guys. Uh, great people like Lexi uh, participating in that thing as well. And then the free Jaden training course, remember, starts February 3rd. That's going to be a blast as well. So keep connected. We're giving stuff away all the time, including tonight uh, during the podcast. Uh, so with that, uh, let's bring her in, Lexi Gavin. Lexi, welcome back to Rec Poker.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Oh, We're so happy now. You said you're out in Vegas right now.
1: I am out in Vegas. I've been here for uh, on and off for the last few months, um, playing a lot of tournaments, and also I'm cl- closing on a house here uh, with my boyfriend. So uh, yeah, a lot of it. It's going to be a, a fun progress process, but uh, we're looking forward to it. Yeah.
0: Nice. So we got you in temporary housing right now, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> now, you're not. You're not hanging out with Rob Washam over at the Orleans, are you, or anything?
1: I am not. Honestly, I didn't even know about it, so I'll have to go check it out.
0: There you go, Chris. You can see Rob right now, so feel free yeah. to three bet him like crazy.
1: <laughs> oh, I will. I always say I would check raise my grandmother.
5: <laughs> and I will fold like a cheap suit.
1: <laughs> no friends at the poker table. Actually, I was playing a tournament last night and my girlfriend, one of my best friends in the world, was at my was at my table and uh, she opened ships on my big blind. I had aces and she had tens and knocked her out. <laughs> but then she rebought and wound up final tabling. So
0: Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And it's you- just now- always
1: but I didn't catch. And you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> okay. No, I I came close. I bubbled. I kind of bubbled, like eight away or something.
0: where oh, uh, so where are you playing when you're out there normally?
1: I, I'm playing a lot at the Venetian. Uh, the Venetian has been having a lot of ser- uh, a lot of tournaments. Um, I've also been playing a little bit at the Win. Um, they have some great dealies too. So.
0: Okay. Well, I know we've got a ton of stuff that we could talk about. I know we have limited time, but I wanna I wanna start with GPI uh, Female Player of the Year, and I know they they didn't, you know, the the award, the everything kind of messed up in 2020, but talk yeah. about your run there. Talk about uh, what happened.
1: Um, okay. So I, um, had a pretty, before COVID really was a thing. Um, I had a pretty good start of the year tournament wise. Um, I, um, won a, a a uh, run good gear uh, side event. Uh, my first ring. <laughs>
3: um, I
1: went pretty deep in an LA- LAPC, a two hundred eighty eight LAPC out of like two or three thousand people. I uh, went up chopping that, and mm. then um, I got really deep in the Bay One Hundred One Shooting Star. Uh, we were down to ten players, so the unofficial final table, and that's when COVID really started becoming crazy. It was actually the day of the final table when NBA shut down, Broadway shut down. Mm. So what happened was a player became really ill on the third day, the the day of the final table and came in wearing a mask and just completely freaked out the remaining players. So we wound up, uh, just chopping, uh, chopping it 10 ways. Um, so like I said, I had a pretty good start to the year, um, with tournaments and I had gained up a lot of player points and then obviously COVID was a thing and we couldn't play for so long. I started to play, um, probably sooner than a lot of other people did play. Cause I live in California. So it was just an easy truck for me to go to Vegas. Um, so I started playing a lot of Venetian and there was a few, a few females that were grinding quite a bit. Um, Louise, Louise, Francor, uh, Nadia Magnus. Uh, so I think, um, we were all kind of trying to get that number one spot. And at the time I was third in points. And so I'm literally grinding, uh, my, mm-hmm. my booty off, <laughs> playing <laughs> morning tournaments and then busting those and then playing night tournaments. So I, I was trying pretty hard to get it. And then GPI put out a statement saying that they were canceling player of the year. So I'm just like, oh, this no. is frustrating, but, um, I decided to still go for it because they were still posting the points, even though they canceled the award ceremony mm-hmm. and they, you know, they canceled player of the year. Uh, they were still posting the points. So I wound up, um, it came down to the last day, uh, of the year, December 31st, I was behind by like 20 points or something. And then I wound up, uh, getting fourth in a Bally's event for like AK, which gave me enough points. So, yeah. So the last day of the year I, I went in and I, I took it down, but, um, it's kind did, of a did, you know, did you know Did
0: you that that was going to give you enough points or did you have to kind of wait? I for did.
1: Them? Oh, I, I calculated it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty well. I knew exactly. Cause on, on the website, on the global poker index website, they have um, a calculator that tells yeah. you, uh, you, you plug in, uh, how many players, uh, what the, the fee is. And, uh, it tells you what points would be if you got X amount of
0: X. And points. did you know the other women weren't playing that day or
1: uh, I knew that, they weren't playing that tournament. And it, it was, yeah, the only tournament really that could have given any of us enough points. I just love how
0: you answered it. There was no hesitation. She's like, Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) It was, it was a an interesting little competition between the few of us that were playing like players like Kristen Bicknell. I I don't think she was really playing. Um, and I'm sure if she had, she would have, you know, been a, a tough competitor as well. Um, but the few women that were playing during that time, I think we all kind of knew we were kind of going for it. So it was like friendly competition, but no one really spoke about it. <laughs> so it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I actually wound up catching COVID. I kind of knew that by playing so much, like it was inevitable that I was gonna get it. So like I kind of went in knowing I was gonna I tried really hard not to. Um, but I did end up catching COVID. And um, so I was out of commission for about a month uh mm-hmm. during
0: what was, what was your experience? How how bad were your symptoms?
1: Uh, I I had it pretty bad. Um, I was pretty <laughs> ill. My first night was horrible. I'm not going to go into detail because I'm going to do that to you. Oh, come on. <laughs> <They're all bad. laughs> let's this just say. I, Nobody will hear this. <laughs> let's, just, let's just say I thought I had food poison. It was really bad. <laughs> and then oh. the next day I woke up with a fever and I, I had an interesting experience with COVID because, well, not interesting. I guess everybody has weird stories with COVID, but I had. I feel like I had every symptom in the book and they kind of just spread out over time. So my first week was, or my first five days was a fever and just body aches and tired. And then on day five or six, I had the worst headache of my entire life. I was just Mm. like, okay. And then it, and then I gained a chemical smell. I didn't lose my taste or smell, but I gained a chemical smell for about two weeks. And I was just like, this is driving me crazy. I was so worried it wasn't going to go away, but it did. And I was just okay. really, really tired. Um, I could barely walk up a driveway. So, yeah, oh, it was so not, not a fun experience. I mean. Yeah, my boyfriend got it and he didn't really have any symptoms. He had a bad cough.
0: Could you could you blame him for it or is he blaming you?
1: I tried so hard to blame him for it. Yeah, Steve. I'm me, uh, he's, he's in the background. He just puts his hands up like this. Like, no, it wasn't <laughs> yeah,
0: me. <laughs> you, saying, is he gonna he, make another appearance? <laughs>
1: uh, they're asking if you're gonna make another appearance. <laughs>
0: I want to know whose fault the whole COVID thing was. I want the truth.
1: All right, this is like say, investigative journalism. Can you guys hear me?
0: Oh, we lost you there for a second. Now you're back.
1: No, I took out my earphones so that he can say his piece. All right, I, want, I
0: want to hear his story now. Who, who's responsible for the COVID running through your house?
5: So, first of all, she tried to kill me, <laughs> and she failed.
1: You know, didn't she?
5: Did she's like she's like biological warfare. She's like, <laughs> hey. Come here. <laughs> <Next morning. laughs> I'm like, wow, you're so sweet. And then I'm like, fail. Because <laughs> I, had to make her, I had to make her soup for like the next four days. When
1: he says make me soup, he means heat me up a can of Campbell's. Yep. it was. Nice. That's, deep, that's it making
0: was, you soup. By every yeah. definition, he made you soup.
1: I'm not going to lie. I actually had COVID denial for the first week because within that week i had two i'd taken two rapid tests both- no
5: she's the worst both
1: were both were negative <laughs>
5: she's the worst <laughs> she's like sweating she's like the news is blasting in the background covid highest ever everyone has covid if you sniffle you have covid and she's like i think i've food poisoning <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did. I did I did quarantine just in case, of course. Um, we both
5: did. But yeah. the, the two
1: negative tests really threw me off. So for anybody that is going to get a test, the rapid tests are very inaccurate. It was my third test that finally said positive. Yeah.
5: I have three daughters and uh I'm a private investigator. And so usually when I get pulled over for speeding, I get out of the tickets because I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to be a cop when I grow up or you know. <laughs> You know, know I'm not like, (laughs) I'm just, I'm just not smart enough to be a police officer. And uh, I get out of the ticket, drives my daughters crazy. My kids, when she was sick, they were so worried about her. (laughs) Yeah. When they found out I had no symptoms, they like, didn't want to talk to me for mad. a week. They, like, they want to talk to you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Nice. Well, fun. Well, Bob, thanks for jumping on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, got a little bit of the <laughs> truth anyway. And I'm, I'm sure Lexi uh, <laughs> milked it for all she could or whatever, yeah. but, but anyway, we're, well, we're glad you're glad you're feeling better. Uh, you. it's, a, it's a real deal. I know a lot of people that have suffered and I know people that have died from it. It's, it's a real thing and I'm glad that you're, you're okay. So uh, let let's shift gears a little bit just because I don't want to be depressed all night. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but, but no, let's, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in, in your other world. I know when we talked last, uh, you're looking to expand the business side of things a little bit, maybe yeah. do some YouTube channel and, and some other coaching things. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in, in the other parts of your non-playing world.
1: Okay. So I'm still working for Jonathan Little site, pokercoaching.com. Um, I am also launching my own training site. Uh, we are so, so close to launching, uh, it's called poker clarity um, we're probably going to be doing a soft launch with my content, um, in the next, within the next week. Um, so as for the YouTube channel, I've really been focusing on creating poker content for the, the courses and the, the site. Um, so the YouTube channel, I definitely am still planning on doing, it's just, uh, kind of on the back burner right now until I get enough courses uploaded.
0: It it takes time, right? I mean, people don't realize how long it takes to actually do something. I had no
1: idea how long it takes to make content, but it and it, and I'm a a bit of a perfectionist too. So if I feel like I, you know, stumbled my words or, you know, said something that I didn't like, like I make it very difficult for my editor to edit my uh, to edit my video. So, um, yeah, I care about that.
0: Like, how bad, how much (laughs) editing would have to be if I cared about that? Oh man, can you imagine people in the
3: world that do? Yeah, I imagine having an editor. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, yeah. wasn't what are you editing what's that? yeah well, but it's, well, it's so, really so are you is, is the poker clarity stuff is that gonna be part of Jonathan's thing or is that kind of your no. own thing? And
1: okay. no, this is my own thing. Jonathan knows about it, um, and he's totally fine with it. Um, and, he does know. I do, <laughs> and I do still really enjoy working with Jonathan's site too. Yeah. Um but no, it's my it's my own thing. I'm working on signing up some coaches now. I'm not gonna name names, but we have some exciting ones that are on board. So um yeah, it's hopefully gonna be good and successful.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is there, um, you guys feel free to jump in if you have questions. Is there, is there any kind of angle? I mean, I love the word clarity. I, I use clarity all the time in my business coaching yeah. and everything else. I just think it's, it's one of those things. I think we, we just lack as humans. Yeah. We, we don't realize how, how much we lack clarity until somebody starts asking questions and you realize I don't have the first idea. So I love that idea in poker really yeah. getting clarity. So I'm curious, you know, kind of what you're, your special angle is with it or what you mean by clarity is about clarity of why we play or how we play or what, you know, give me a little bit more depth on what you plan on putting out to the world.
1: Right. So basically we, we want to take the complex strategies of poker, you know, game theory and all that, and just simplify it for people. You know, sometimes I, I forget how poker can seem like a whole nother language. And when I'm talking about poker and my site to people that don't play poker, they're kind of looking at me like I have five heads. Um, so really just kind of bringing clarity to, to poker and, you know, all the jargon and uh, GTO and kind of just break it down and try and make it simple. We're not, you know, I'm not trying to teach the Isildurs of the world. I'm trying to <laughs> teach, uh, you know, your friend who wants to beat their grandma in their home game, you know, nice. so Yeah. Just kind of try and make it simple for the people.
0: Well, all right. Red Poker nation. You hear what you hear what's coming. I mean, this is, you're talking to our people. We've people across the board. We have those folks that are super advanced. We have a lot of folks that I just want to crush my grandma. Like let's go. And so this might be be a good fit for a lot of those folks. Yeah,
1: for sure. And we are going to have some high level, you know, stuff where, you know, that'll be in our, our, our top tier level, um, Mm -hmm. you know, membership level, but um, for the most part, it's going to be a simple, easy to digest, um, a lot of hand history review and stuff like that. So, okay. yeah.
3: yeah, so I, I love that. And, um, we, of course, being in the rec poker world, we have a lot of uh, uh, recreational players who are kind of interested in that, that kind of angle to playing against other recreational players and pools like that. Um, so do you have any, as you're putting this together, are there any big picture tips or tricks that you can think might be able to be widely applied for people that are in that pool or specifically, um, that you're kind of going after the people that you're targeting?
1: So uh, what I think, okay, so I'll use Bob as an example. When he tries to tell me a hand history that he played, Um, I, my, you know, initial reaction is, okay, what were the stock sizes of everybody? What positions was everybody? What was this player? Like, what was this? All these different factors, I think. And I think that really overwhelms and makes it a lot more complicated. What I'm trying to work on is kind of making it more general and making it like, okay, in this situation, do this, you know, of course there are other factors, but, you know, for the most part, you're going to be reacting this way when this happens and this way when this happens, kind of like trying to not, you know, make it super complicated with every little detail of the game.
0: Do you guys feel, I'm kind of curious what the panel feels too, because we, we we see some of those trainings coming along more than I feel like I have before because it feels like you know, there's this big momentum shift to getting more and more complex, 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 and then it gets so insane. And it feels like the pendulum has started shifting back where maybe, at least on the recreational side, people are going, Enough, enough of this. I want to make the game fun, and I want to exactly. give me the eighty percent rule. You know, I don't. You know, that kind of exactly. thing. You guys, is that kind of what you're sensing, Lexi? Is that people are maybe there's a demand for making the game a little bit more simple, even if it means giving up some of the perfection?
1: Definitely, uh, i I have, you know, when I first started playing online, I was mostly an online player. I think, um, you know, game theory, playing a game theory, optimal strategy is definitely more conducive to online play, especially if you're playing at the higher stakes, but for live poker, like it's all about exploits. It's all about, you know, having fun and reading people and, you know, playing the player. It's, it's a lot more about playing the player than it is online. So yeah, I do, uh, (laughs) yeah.
3: <laughs> so in, in that light in particular, when you're playing live and you're exploiting other people, um, can you talk a little bit about how being a woman is different or how some of our female listeners might be able to use that as a way to exploit some of their more foolish male counterparts?
1: Uh, yeah, I think that um, I always call it girl equity. I do think that we have... <laughs> I think there is some equity in being a female. I also think that there's some disadvantages. Um, I do find that I get called wider. I, I don't know why. I feel like people, you know, generally think that women just don't really bluff as much, but I don't know if it's because I'm a woman or it's because maybe at this point, people just know how I play, but I do feel like I have to bet bigger to get more folds. So I'll do, I've been implementing a lot of overbets in my play um, or just like not bluffing as much which is no fun. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'm kind of curious how you, how you balance like, like personally, how you feel about all the different elements that you have going on, because I've, I've had a chance to see you play and it feels like either, either you're the world's best actress or it seems like you're really having fun playing the game. Obviously you're, you're ruthless. You'll take your, you know, your grandma's chips, but it seems like you enjoy the live game. So you've got that part of it where it's just the actual playing. And then you've got the business side where it's, it's coaching and making videos and all these sorts of things. I'm kind of curious, like what, what really puts fuel on your fire? Like, what do you really enjoy the most about everything you're doing in the poker world, including like, yeah, Poker Night in America stuff that's coming yeah. up and all these oh, other yeah. things you're doing. What do you get fired up about?
1: Um, so I do really enjoy uh, playing on things like Poker Night in America. I do. I am a little bit of a ham. I like cameras. And stuff, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but I have been finding that coaching is just so rewarding and I'm really, happy that, um, I'm pursuing this poker coaching dream of mine. Um, I just get so many amazing messages from my students now from Jonathan's site. They inbox me, Hey, your course changed my poker life. Like I just, I hear you at the table telling me what to do. Uh, thank you so much. And that's just the most rewarding thing ever. So I think I, at this point, I think, um, yeah, coaching is probably my favorite art with poker right now of, of course I love traveling and playing tournaments but there isn't that much of that going on right now um so yeah I would have to say coaching
0: so so what do we expect to see from Lexi in the next five years like what I know things just happen whatever but if you kind of look forward five years what is the what is the dream uh for you in this whole poker coaching and stuff that you're doing there or the videos uh-huh. or
1: Hopefully to be one of the biggest poker coaching sites that there is. Uh, that would be great. I am trying to get a lot of female play, female coaches on my site. So hopefully that'll influence and encourage more women to play. So I guess that would be one of the biggest goals is to get more women in the game.
0: Um, well, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about that then too. A little bit more, Jim already kind of teased, it out, but you know, we have a lot of women that are involved in rec poker that they, they play in our nightly Free home games. They listen to the show. They watch the show. The email. They're they're heavily involved in there. And I'm kind of curious. You know, I don't know what they're all doing. Of course, for training sites, a lot of them are part of Rec Poker. Um, but there's sort of those. There's a whole bunch of advanced, obviously, poker training sites out there. But they each kind of fill a different niche. I'm kind of curious what you would say to the women and that are part of Rec Poker Nation, listening to the podcast, that are saying, "Well, I haven't really pulled the trigger on a poker coaching site. I don't really know. You know, what what is it about your site that whether it's because it's run by women or for some other reason why it might appeal to them more so than the other side.
1: Yeah, I I do think, uh, because we are going to have a lot of coaches that are women. I do think that will help women because I, I don't really know of too many other women coaches. Um, I I know that, uh, Daniel Anderson did a little bit with WPT. I don't really know of anyone else. So I think just having women speak to women will kind of just, I I don't know. I think it, might help, uh, women feel more confident at the table and kind of like, I, I really like teaching women like what to expect as a woman. Um, so maybe that'll just, you know, make them a little more confident to play and, and excited to play. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. Though, Cause I mean, that's, you know, p- feedback that we get, you know, is that same way. Cause we're trying to get more diverse. We have, you know, we do series on women in poker, but we have we struggle finding women to like take a role here on the panel and doing things Mm -hmm. like that and because i think it's really important that you know we see the entire poker community represented and so i know there are women that are just saying i don't really connect with a male dominated training site so if they're out there how how do they keep track of this thing so poker clarity hasn't launched yet how will they know that it launches is there a way that they can is there an email list or anything they can kind of connect with or
1: uh, yes, but it's not, uh, we, like I said, we haven't launched yet. So not yet, but if they, I'm going to be posting a ton, um, on my channels, my social media channels and, uh, the poker clarity social media accounts, which don't really have any following yet, but hopefully they will soon. Um, and yeah, I guess just keep an eye out for PokerClarity.com within the next couple of weeks and you'll definitely see us up and running pretty soon.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. So if you don't know how to connect with Lexi, feel free to shoot me an email. I'll, mm-hmm. I will, uh, I will grab those, those your email addresses, your contact info, and then I'll yeah. give it to Lexi uh, on the side so that she can connect with you once things are up and running. But no, this sounds, sounds fantastic. This is super Thanks. cool. I'm excited Thanks. for you. I can, I, you. I think the last time we chatted, now I just kind of sense this. You know, we're all, we're on the verge. I'm, I'm living the dream. Yeah. right? You don't know how Thank it's gonna you. go, but I, I, know that feeling of like you're on the edge. I don't know if it's gonna yeah. work or not, but it's gonna be super fun to try.
1: Right. Well, my my idea has really a evolved because what I think the last time we talked, um, I was about to launch uh, Lexi Gavin coaching. So it was yeah. really just going to be me coaching yep. on my side alone. And then I was just like, why well, have just me <laughs> when there's so many other great poker players out there. And I know that there's so many other women that I think are kind of interested in coaching, but just really haven't pulled the trigger yet. So I'm going to be approaching them. So yeah. And then it turned to poker clarity. So now it's, you know, it's going to be me plus, you know, However, many other coaches. So and you're yeah, getting more so
0: clarity cool. on your business. Yes,
1: exactly, okay. <laughs> exactly.
3: So there was a
0: Give, Kian. So just, I'm going um, to jump off here. I'm sorry, sorry, to okay. let you do for there. I'm going to jump off. Sorry, I got to leave early, Lexi. But thanks no again so much yes. and hang out with these guys. they will take good care of you. Sure.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks, Steve. Steve. So uh, yeah, Lexi, we'll take a question from the group here, and <laughs> uh, uh, Kian writes in, will the content on your site differ from what you post on Poker Coaching?
1: Um, I am going to be using a lot of the same content on Poker Coaching, but also going to be adding a lot more to Poker Clarity. Um, with, with Poker Clarity, we are going to be doing a Facebook group where I am going to go live on a Q&A uh, about once a month, and I'll have um, other pros on there you know, interviewing and answering your questions as well. So,
3: nice. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to check it out. Nice. Um, and nice. I know if people do want to get involved, they can always email Steve, Steve at rec. poker, yep. and yep. Uh, we'll collect that and send it along.
1: Yeah. And you can also reach out to me at Lexi Gavin poker on Twitter and Instagram as well.
3: Nice. You've got some fun stuff on there on Twitter Thank too. You. I'm not on Insta, but uh, there's some good yeah. stuff there, John. Uh, okay. John, did you want to jump in?
4: Well, all, all I was going to say is, you know, we have uh, have a deal with Jonathan Little to use or, or maybe it's directly with you to use some of your uh, materials in some of our stuff. And uh, it's all those videos have always been very good. So I oh. think that's representative of what is yet to come. I think it'll be a great site.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate yeah. it.
3: Yeah, and if some of our members want to check out some of uh, Andrew Feist's Learning with Partners clips, there's some of Lexi's material in there. It's great. Um, I think we even used some, Chris Jones used some in one of our seminars, yeah, isn't we, that right, Chris? We used,
2: we used a brief segment of of yours uh, for our Draws um, seminar and it's fantastic. And uh, uh, I so encourage everybody to uh, sign up for Poker Coaching or for your new, if you're going to do that same yeah. piece on Draws and see the whole thing, because I think it's, I think draws are a really hard thing for recreational players to get their hands around. Like, do I get aggressive? Do I get really passive? Do I wait till I hit it? When do I do? And I think you answered a ton of different kinds of questions with that. So it was great. Oh, cool.
1: Thank you
3: so much. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lexi. I know uh, we're going to leave you at the top of the hour here, but thanks for joining us and you are going to see some emails. I promise.
1: Awesome. All right. Great. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun as always.
3: All right. See you next time. Take care. And uh, why don't we take uh, 30 seconds here to hear from Jonathan Little himself, and then we'll come back and wrap this baby up. wonder whether you should call a preflop raise or three bet instead. What do you do when you have a flush draw? Do you raise it or do you just call? What do you do with ace king when you miss the flop? Are you tired of guessing about what the right play is with your particular hand? Well, my name is Jonathan Little and I am a two time world poker tour champion and creator of PokerCoaching.com, where we offer over a thousand interactive hand quizzes where you play a hand and then get real-time feedback from our world-class pros. Don't guess and don't stress. Just register for your free account at pokercoaching.com slash Poker right now. Nice, sorry, Ben. We got one more audio cue to go, but I think your money's no good here. We'll see, we'll see. Um, so thank you, John the Little. Thank you, Lexi Gavin. Um, she's always so much fun. We've had her on a few times. I'm really looking forward to seeing that, uh, new site when she gets it together. That's going to be great. Um, so let me see, should we talk about home games? I don't want to let John get a, up a whole head of steam without interrupting him. So let's let him start now and then we can cut in with some stuff.
4: All right. Uh, first thing I want to do before we even get to the home games is a little bit more information about setting up the profiles when you create your Rec Poker account, it has an, your nickname and it has your first name and last name that you fill in, and then you sign up for your account. After you sign up, you have to go back into your profile, edit it, go to the extra tab, and that's where, you'll, where you will find your Poker Stars username. So even if you make your nickname the same as your Poker Stars account, that's not good enough. You need to fill in the PokerStars username. I've been helping people out with that. Just want to make that uh, clear. We still have 154 players that are suspended. So get that information in your profile and you'll be added back, reinstated, and be able to play once again. So... On with the home games. We had our no limit hold'em. The very all right, first- sorry,
3: John. That's that's far enough. Let's just uh, jump in here quick. <laughs> we're gonna do our uh, we're gonna do our draw for the fifty dollars free John course. <laughs> nice, nice. you got the him. opportunity
0: to interrupt him again.
3: You well are, done. Well yeah, done. you are, well done. That was pretty well that one. I set you up for that one. Okay, we got nine attendees here. I've got my nerdy dice, my nerdy die. This one goes all the way up to ten. So we'll strike zero for the reroll. We'll go alphabetically. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. All right. $50 off the free chat and course. Oh, it's a zero. That's a reroll. Okay. Trust me, John. We're going to be right back in no- one second. I promise. Here we go. Okay. Rolling number two. Here we go. Coming for the roll. Number one, Ben Enslow. God, Ben is winning all these draws. That's like Ben's third podcast draw. If you're listening at home or watching at home, there are a bunch of other people in the chat. It's not just Ben. I promise. All right, Ben. You know the drill. Send me an email, jim at poker. All right, John, sorry, were you saying
4: something? Uh, yeah, I was. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had the very first No Limit Hold'em uh, championship series on Wednesday, January 6th. And none other than Gloves 1010 Colin Anderson got his very first No Limit Hold'em championship series title. Of course, that also means that at this exact moment, he is leader of the player of the year. Ooh,
3: points race. Nice con. So
4: there's still plenty of time. Nice
2: run, Colin. Um, he knocked me everyone out to
4: catch up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have pocket fives at the time?
2: No, I had the wrong end of the straight.
4: Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. I hate it when that happens. You weren't getting away from that. <laughs> okay. Then we have our daily series. MN Ted, Phil Fuhrer got his, first daily series of the year, second lifetime. Hot Rod Bunny got his first, his or her, first daily series. Hiker Hiker 10, his or her first daily series of the year. Now then, KB, Doug Barron's got his first daily series of the year. Nice. Magra 44, Doug Drayback, got his first daily series of the year. Of course, it's, unbeatable. it's his 12th lifetime, but I'll just
3: ignore that part. It's just renamed uh, the series, the Drebeck series. I'm
4: hoping someone else is going to you know, come on strong for a little while. I'd like <laughs> it to be me, but I'm not very optimistic there. <laughs> um, then we had Rob Diesel.
3: Rob. He won his,
4: the uh, Daily Mixed
3: series nice. this week. Nice. And, oh, that's a big one. Way to go, Rob. Yeah. Um,
4: and then I Hate to Lose, William Alexander got his... First daily series international victory this year, mm. and then we had back-to-back wins. Um, Stewie Thirteen won the s- second day international series on Saturday, and then on Sunday came in and won the day he or she came in and won the daily series. Wow! So uh, wow. nice
2: weekend Have we warrior. ever had that before. I don't think we've ever had a back-to-back before.
4: No. I, oh, dude, maybe? Uh, yeah. Although it's a little strange to see is this back-to-back because this was the 2 p.m tournament on saturday and then we had the evening 8 p.m no limit hold'em series and the 8 p.m mixed game series that same day so there Hmm. were two tournaments in the middle that could have been Um, one but (laughs) back-to-back days is still very impressive i'm not going to take away from that
3: and it was a Saturday and a Sunday, right? So we can still, Correct. so a weekend warrior, I think, like it, maybe for next year's reckeys, we can uh, come, come up with something for that. Very yeah, impressive, Stewie. Come up with little badges we could put on people
4: in the forums, you know, mm-hmm. getting a weekend warrior for getting mm-hmm. back, yeah, uh, winning both a tournament cool. on each day of the weekend or that'd be cool.
3: Cool. All right. Put it on the That's list.
4: all I've got.
3: All right. Well, we got a bunch of other exciting things happening. I mean, you can always just go to the events calendar at Rec.Poker, which by the time this comes out, um, there should be a new calendar plug-in for all the nerds out there like me. It's going to be very excited to have uh, the new calendar up there. should make the site load a little faster. And uh, you can check out all the cool stuff we've got coming up in 2021, like the awards show on the 27th. Save the date. It's free it's going to be fun. We're giving out prizes. Um, lots of uh, folks are going to get awards and get shout outs. We've got some pros and celebrities coming to have some fun with us. That's going to be great. Of course, there's the free chat and course coming up. You can uh, keep winning coupons like Ben, you jerk. He's going to actually, I, I shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> Ben's actually a really nice guy. He just keeps winning all the coupons, <laughs> but uh, he's, we're basically going to be paying him to take that uh, course pretty soon. I think, um, and all the other new and exciting stuff that's going on at Rec Poker all the time. Um, if Andrew's mic was working, we talked about some learning with partners stuff, but we'll check in next week about that. Uh, Chris, do you want to talk a little about uh, what's coming down the pike in member land?
2: Sure. Yeah. I mentioned it at the beginning of the show, but uh, I'm just really, really excited to talk about Flop Texture for February. So that'll be our member seminar. Um, we're going to be uh, just really digging in on how to play how to play the flop basically how to look how to evaluate the flop how to uh you know look at texture and see what you're supposed to do and i think it'll be a really really valuable conversation
3: yeah i'm looking forward to that i think the seminars are super fun to put together from my point of view because i just get to show up and talk poker so thanks chris that's something that we all get a lot out of well if you have any questions about what's going on in rec poker land you can always email steve at rec poker I'd like to thank SmallSmallBusiness.com, The Running Aces, Hotel, Racetrack, and Casino, uh, Lexi Gavin, Andrew Feist, John Somsky, Rob Washam, and Chris Jones. Thank you, everyone, and good night.